the Women's Bible Session, uh, sponsored by Dr. Andrea Austin Cope. So thank you once again for joining us tonight. And she's already uh, talked to the Father on our behalf. And so so we're, we're able to go ahead tonight. I want to unpack some biblical truths as I, if you've been connected with me for a while, as we do monthly. Uh, in reference to personal growth and development. So this month, uh, the women have been talking about from Sarah to Sarah. And so I, I just want to start here. Father, I thank you now uh, for giving me permission to speak and declare your word as your ambassador. And I thank you for the anointing of the spirit life of the word that will rest on this word tonight and lives will be changed. So Sarah uh, was a wife of Abraham, the mother of Isaac, and thus all of Israel knew about Abraham. And even today, as many of us begin in our ministry, we may talk about the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now, the Bible explains that Sarah was the earlier name and that she was renamed at the Annunciation of the Birth of Isaac. And this is referenced in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 15. Now, Sarah also spelled S-A-R-A-I, Sarah, in the Old Testament, the wife of Abraham and mother of Isaac. She was childless. And let's make sure we don't miss that. She was without child until she was 90 years old. And this, I, I, I know, sound foreign to Sarah and to Abraham, uh, that it, it almost seemed impossible that that could happen to her at 90 years old. God promised Abraham, like he's promised many of us today, stay with me. He promised Abraham that she would be a mother, not just a mother of a son, a mother of a daughter, but he said that she would be a mother. Don't miss the promise. The promise is that Sarah would be a mother of nations. Uh, this is according to Genesis 17, verse 16. And so she would be a mother of nations and that she would conceive and bear a son, the mother of nations, in addition to being able to conceive and bear a son. But Sarah did not believe. Don't miss that. Genesis chapter 17, when Abraham was 99 years old, we can also find this here in the same chapter. God declared his name Abraham, a father of many nations. And so Abraham's name was very significant. It gave him the covenant of circumcision. And we're going to talk just briefly tonight in reference to covenant, the spirit of agreement. Abraham was given certainty that Sarah would have a son. You notice it says he was given certainty. Uh, here in Genesis 17, 6, I read, it says, I will bless her and I will give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. This is Genesis 17:6. Now, Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham, just as it was promised in his old age, at the very time God had promised him. Genesis chapter 21, verse 2. 
When we think, ladies, and if you're on the line tonight, we are the majority of the people who have joined us this month have been women. And this is a women's Bible session that meets on a weekly basis. So many of us have experienced the birthing process, the birthing process. You can relate to it. And tonight I want to talk just very briefly in reference to the placenta, the placenta. The placenta is an organ that develops in the uterus during pregnancy. And if you notice Sarah, and I said that key word here is pregnant. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. And at the very time, the very time, not a moment sooner, not a moment later, at the very time that God had promised. Don't miss that. The placenta, let, let, let's go in the birthing rooms. Come on in with me tonight. The placenta is an organ that develops in the uterus, what we can relate, during pregnancy. Uh, the placenta abruption may occur when the placenta separates from the inner wall of the uterus before birth. Now, if that happens, the woman may experience bleeding, may experience bleeding. And oftentimes the doctor, the nurse will come in and say, we see blood. Uh, and the mother, the woman who, who, who has been pregnant, carrying the child uh, right before the birthing process may not be aware that the placenta has abrupted. And so the woman may, may hear the doctors and nurse talking about blood and, and they may show her the blood. And I'm sure every woman who's ever experienced this is almost frantic at this point because you begin to wonder is something going on is something happening to my baby well for Sarah I I'm sure Sarah was thinking how is this possible that I would even be pregnant be pregnated by by um, Abraham and he's old now he's old and I'm old and it's not even possible but in the possibility of it all I'm sure that Sarah would have been frantic had she been told that I, I, I believe something is going on Sarah that you are beginning to bleed something must be happening well, the placenta abruption again occurs when the placenta separates from the inner wall of the uterus before birth. The placenta abruption can derive, can deprive the baby of oxygen and nutrients and cause heavy bleeding in the mother. And in some cases, early delivery is needed. Uh, going back to the term here, pregnancy. Remember, God has promised that Sarah would give Abraham a son. So Sarah became, according to Genesis 21, 2, she became pregnant just as it was promised. Let's deal with this word pregnancy. Pregnancy is a term used to describe the period in which the fetus develops inside a woman's womb or uterus. And I'm not saying anything foreign tonight, not speaking anything foreign. Pregnancy usually lasts about 40 weeks. Now, according to scripture, I don't know. I don't know if you know 
how long Sarah was pregnant. But I want to believe in, in using the mind of my father, because according to the word under the new covenant, we have the mind of Christ that Sarah actually became pregnant at the moment that it was spoken. She was impregnated through the spoken word. Don't don't miss that. So I don't know how long that it took for Sarah to experience experience this birthing process, but it usually takes about 40 weeks or just over nine months as measured from the last menstrual period to the time that a woman would deliver. Now, the healthcare providers would refer to, to in today's term, the three segments of pregnancy as the trimesters, the major events in each trimester. And so I believe, I, I, I want to use my imagination, use your imagination with me tonight that Sarah is carrying this baby first spiritually because it was spoken. So from the moment that it was spoken, she became impregnated. Well, during the time, during the time, as time went on, many things I'm sure that she experienced in her life before giving birth. I want to speak to some women today, and I want to speak prophetically that many of us, if perhaps not all of us, are pregnant. And every now and then, we should experience the baby moving, perhaps the baby kicking. As you are speaking, and talking, going about in your everyday lives. Where did it start? It started from when you were, I believe some of us were in utero. That, that means maybe you had a praying mother. You had a praying grandmother, someone down in your bloodline. That's what we're going to talk about the blood a little bit praying for you, meaning saying, speaking, and declaring the word. And, and so on tonight, I, I just want you to take inventory of yourself, take inventory of your life. What is it that I'm carrying? Ask yourself, what is it that I'm carrying? Uh, do, do I feel the way Sarah felt that it's maybe too late for me, joy rising, that, that I'm in my old age now? I, I, I see where my husband is in the season of his life. And maybe if I had started sooner, maybe I don't have the person that I thought that I should have had. Maybe I've experienced a divorce in my life. Maybe I'm going through challenges and hard times, difficult times when, when, when I can hardly hold my head up. But I believe that every now and then I can still feel the baby moving. What are you impregnated with tonight? What is it that you've written in your notebook, in your journal that you've not yet given birth to? Are you like the woman? Are you like the woman who's actually gone into the hospital? It's birthing time. It's birthing time. And the doctors have come to you. The doctors have come to you and said, listen, I see blood. Is that you tonight? That you were at the place of giving birth to a dream, to an idea, to a concept. And when you thought that this is the moment, this is the time, this is the place, all of a sudden, something came along. Maybe it wiped out your resources financially and you said, this is not the time. Once again, maybe you suffered 
some hard times, some tragedy in your life that you said, surely not this time. That means that possibly the blood, the blood was flowing down your leg. That means you were probably in a state of miscarriage. Joy rising. Have you given up? Have you given up? Have you given up? Don't want us to miscarry tonight during this season. Don't want us to experience a placenta abruption. Don't, don't want us to experience that. Don't want us to deprive our babies, to deprive our dreams, our goals, our hopes and aspirations of oxygen. Don't want us to deprive our dreams, our goals, our aspirations of the nutrients needed. That means I need the word like I need air to breathe. I need the word because it strengthens me. The word comforts me. I'm so close. I'm so close. I'm so close that I didn't quite know that I needed help. I needed help. I, I didn't just need for somebody to, to come alongside me, but I needed I needed more than that. I needed a supernatural force to help me give birth to this baby. Some of us, there are multiple babies. Are, are you carrying multiple babies in this season? Are you feeding the baby the proper nutrients? so that you're able to give birth. I want you to know that the spirit life of the word, the Holy Spirit is the midwife tonight. That Holy Spirit is the doctor, the great physician, Jehovah Rohi tonight. And so right now, if you are bleeding, you are suffering, you're going through some difficult times. If you're like Sarah and you're, you're saying that God gave, he made a promise. He made a promise to my grandmother, made a promise to my mother. Perhaps they told me, told you about the promise. And right now you're experiencing some heavy breathing, mothers. In this case, I want you to know that delivery it's delivery time. It's time to give birth. It's time to give birth now. It's time to give birth. Pregnancy is a term used to describe the period again in which the fetus develops inside of a womb, a woman's womb or the uterus. We have women. We have women tonight, perhaps men that are listening, connected to women. That means if you're married, you are one with your spouse. And somebody has said, well, only if they would get an agreement with the word, if we would have a, a power of agreement. I want you to know, again, that that spiritual great physician, yes, that spiritual midwife is here now to help us, to help us. Now, whether or not your pregnancy has last 12 years, it has last 20 years, whether or not your pregnancy have last you 40 weeks or just over nine months as measured from the last menstrual period to delivery, whatever it is, wherever you are tonight. We want you to know we want you to hold on to your profession of faith. 
It's possible that for some of us, we're so close that if we're not obedient, we will miscarry, which is referred to as a spontaneous abortion. We don't want you to miscarry tonight. A miscarriage is an unexpected ending of a pregnancy in the first 20 weeks of gestation. Where are you? Go back and look at your plans. Look at your goals. Somebody's baby is kicking right now. The lines are muted. Somebody probably needs to go now and begin to wail, begin to pray in the spirit. Talk to dad right now with lifted hands, lifted hands. Just because it's called a miscarriage doesn't mean that you did something wrong in carrying the baby. Yes, during your prayer, it could be that a hardship has arrived in your life, something has showed up on, on, on the scene. It could be that it has affected your mental health, your ability to think and to reason. Un emotionally, you're experiencing some imbalance. But I want you to know that the great physician, the healing Jesus is here tonight. Yes, your spiritual midwife, the spirit life of the word is here tonight to go beyond what you're able to control. Thank you, Father. We give you praise for it now. Now, the word tells us, let's go back to Genesis chapter 21 and verse two. Did it happen for Sarah? Listen, they only asked God for a son. He was only asking for a son, but they were promised a nation. There are some things that you've asked that for tonight, some things on your vision board, some things that you've been keeping before the Lord. And I want you to know that according to Ephesians, chapter 3 he said I'll do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the promises according to God's word according to the working of his mighty power that is within us he will exceed it tonight so did he answer their prayer God did he answered their prayer so tonight you're bleeding Perhaps that's you. Perhaps you are the woman who have experienced a placenta abruption tonight. Perhaps you are the woman who feels like I need to call my friends to get me to the hospital quick. Yes, to get me to the hospital quick. It may be a revival. Glory. It may be to a prayer meeting. It may be to a Bible study. But get me to a place where there are some people gathered together. They understand the agreement, the power in the agreement of prayer. They can get a prayer through. They can help me during this birthing process. Glory, we give you praise. Now, Romans 8, 28, for those that God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters, and those be in predestined, he also called, and those he predestined, he also called, those he called, he also, he justified, those he justified, he also glorified, is that you tonight?
Is that you tonight that you need to go back and remind yourself that I was predestined to win? That there is a blood covenant that was made on my behalf. That Christ came for me tonight. The blood covenants go all the way back, going still in the same book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, where Elohim shows up here. Blood covenants go all the way back to Genesis and God's blood covenant with Abraham. This was a blood covenant, according to Genesis chapter 15. When Jesus held the last supper with the disciples, he said, this cup in the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. This is Luke also recorded in Luke chapter 22. Each time we come even to the Lord's table, we celebrate the blood covenant. So tonight we celebrate the blood covenant. My sisters and brothers, Christ coming for us. Come on now. We're now seated in Christ in heavenly places through the blood covenant. And so you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. Our sisters are pregnant. And during this Bible session as we're moving forward this month, getting ready to enter into a new season, a new month in September. We got to understand God's seasons and his time. A covenant is always sealed with blood. It's always sealed with blood. You know, see, he made, God made a covenant with Abraham. He swore by himself. That's an awesome father. So the covenant is always sealed with blood. What do we want you to do? What are you talking about, sister? Begin to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. You say, well, I heard that my grandmother did it. I heard it in the old church. The old saints used to say, I plead the blood. Put the blood on it. Put the blood. Well, I want to go back tonight and want to make sure that we realize how important the power of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We understand the blood covenant over our lives. You want to understand that our Father has provided a means for us to enter into the covenant with him. He provided a means for Abraham and Sarah to enter into a covenant with him. While at the same time, he released us. He has released us from our own nature, our sinful nature. He has released us now. And we can say that I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. When we receive Jesus, believers, as Savior and Lord, we receive the power of his blood. That seals our redemption from sin and entitles us to eternal life in Christ. God raised us up. Don't you, aren't you excited about that? That he raised you up. He's raised us up, seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ. So you may see me and you may say, well, I don't know what's going on with her. For some of us, we actually see your baby bump because believers, we can see faith. We see your faith. We see Dr. Cope's faith when she birthed this women's Bible session. We see your faith. We see you, young sister, who's standing on the word, who's speaking and declaring the word, who has developed a lifestyle of prayer. Come on, an intercession. Ephesians chapter 2 says we are, you are God's own handiwork. You're created in Christ. 
created in Christ. Why? To do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We're going to give birth to some things. We don't want an experience of placenta oppression. Neither do we want to miscarry in this season. I'm here to tell you now that, that, that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, it empowers us to subdue some things. Having been given authority to take authority, have dominion over our, even our sinful nature, realizing who we are in Christ, being a speaking spirit, having a soul, living in a physical body, understanding that I got to redo my mind with the word according to Romans chapter 12, that my spirit will make a presentation. It's presentation time, believers. It's birthing time. Now, Ishmael, the firstborn son of Abraham, he was born and brought up in Abraham's household, believers. But 13 years later, don't forget this. Don't miss this. That, I don't care where you are in your season, how long it may take. Look at Abraham and Sarah. It says it was 13 years later. However, that Sarah conceived, she received the promise that Sarah conceived Isaac with whom God established his covenant. He's made a covenant with us. He's made a covenant with us. And aren't you excited tonight for the blood covenant, the blood covenant? Now, when we talk about the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, it often, it takes me uh, to, to take inventory, to make sure that I'm looking at my, my, my personal bloodline, my DNA. I don't know about you, but I love the study of genealogy. I want to understand where I came from, how my people thought, who were they? Where, where, where am I from? Anybody in here tonight? Anybody, any of my other sisters? What was the age in my bloodline when women stopped having babies? What, what, what was their age when they became menopausal? And so when we look at the agreement, the agreement, when we look at the blood covenant, you got to understand that also being in Christ now, that, that, that we are discerning, that we have the eyes of Christ and, and being recreated in the world allows me to see that there was not only good things that happened in my bloodline, in my DNA, but there were some things that should not have happened. Can you identify with that? So there were some agreements. There were some covenants that, that my ancestors, people in my bloodline, they became in agreement with some idols, some things that they should not have touched, things that they should not have done. And now that we're recreated in Christ, that teaches us what to say, how to do some things. We want to do some things differently. We want to use the word to shape. To, to shape our, our lives and our families, our children, grandchildren, descendants that haven't been birthed yet. So every agreement tonight with satanic powers that has been made in our bloodline through behaviors that we're not even aware of, we want to declare tonight that they are destroyed. Yes. Because we are in a birthing season. We understand that we have royal DNA and it's time for us to give birth now. So we declare that those things are destroyed. 
Our blood, your blood, my blood was purchased by redemption joy rising. And so tonight it was purchased by Christ. He came on my behalf. And every time we remember the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ, we remember the blood covenant, the agreement that we have with our Father, that Christ finished it all on Calvary. He finished it. He finished it. It is a finished work, a finished work. So the blood has purchased our redemption and any legal claim that Satan uses against us now, any legal claim that he uses against our bloodline using the power of the word tonight, let's silence that. Say, I silence it now. In the name of Jesus, I silence those voices now. Glory. I silence them now. You want to understand, believers, that the unseen world is more real than the seen world. That we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Hallelujah. Give him praise and glory. We wrestle not with flesh and blood tonight, but we're wrestling with those strongholds, those principalities. Those satanic, those satanic bloodlines and rights that goes down in our bloodline and we had no, some of us don't even know about it. Many of us have oral stories that have been passed down from generation to generation. But now we're under a better covenant. We're under a better covenant. Aren't you glad that you're in Christ? So precious Holy Spirit tonight. I thank you now for believers that are joining us tonight who realizes who they are. We realize who we are, having heard the word in Christ. We ask that you now will avenge us now, Father. Thank you, Father. Your word tells us that we can fight the good fight of faith. That means we can speak. We can speak and create our world with your word. So we align our words tonight with your word, with your word. They ask you for a son. You gave them a nation. There are some things that I have before you tonight, dad. And I thank you that you're doing right now the exceeding abundantly above all that I ask. And I think if I can imagine you will exceed it tonight. I choose to believe. Using the spirit of faith tonight, I call it right now in the name of Jesus, total devastation, total annulment right now to the claim that Satan, the enemy, would have against me, my family, and my bloodline. It's birthing time, even for my children and grandchildren. I take care of it for them right now. In 2023, they'll be able to say somebody prayed for me. Somebody had me on their mind. They took time. They took time. I don't know what year it was, but they took time. They're prepared the way. Father, we thank you now. We, we, we thank you now for repentance. You said that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Yes, Father, we thank you now. So we come boldly tonight, Father. We come boldly with our gifts, with our talents that we are pregnant with. We choose tonight to nourish, to nourish, to feed our unborn babies, our unborn dreams, visions tonight with your word, with your word. Thank you now, Father, for the blood. 
for the blood that speaks on our behalf. The blood that speaks on our behalf. Silence now. Every negative word, every negative word that has ever been spoken, every negative word that we've spoken over ourselves out of ignorance. Thank you now for your words. We give you praise and glory. We act on your word as we believe your word. And so we thank you for the power of forgiveness as you cleanse us tonight. As the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us now. We thank you. We thank you and we give you praise and glory. Ladies, hold on to the promise. Remember Sarah. Remember Sarah in Abraham. Only ask God for one thing. <laughs> and he fulfilled the promise. He fulfilled the promise with not just the son, but they actually birth nations. What are you birthing tonight? Hold on and remind yourselves of the blood covenant, of the blood covenant. Yes, tonight you were invited here. We're going to look at this time that we've had tonight. You've been actually invited to the hospital to meet the midwife that is an able, will enable you to give birth. The spirit of the living God rests on you now. Father, we thank you for this time in the word. We, we thank you for this time in the word, for this season of birthing, this season of giving birth to dreams and aspirations. For church plants, we give you praise now. For the spirit of evangelism that is rising up in your sons and daughters, we give birth to it now. In the name of Jesus, thank you for it now. In Jesus' mighty name, we count it done. Dr. Cope, we give you praise, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Thank you, Lord. Praise the 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 Lord. Pra